0: hey guys welcome back uh, this is the second part of our conversation with dr divya if you haven't listened to the first part go and check it out also do follow our instagram facebook and youtube channel for more updates stay tuned keep listening to the Coach podcast find your way every single day Yeah, ma'am, uh, that is there we doctors also have a lot of stigma about the mental health as we are being labeled as one of the most emotionally strongest personalities in the world and we get to hear a lot about the medical s- students going into depression or anxieties even in the worst scenario we see the negative consequences in the form of uh, medical suicides many students don't consider therapy or medications for these symptoms How do you see this, ma'am?
1: Oh, I think it is very much still the scenario. I think for some reason, although we are aware of everything, it's like the the saying, you know, doctors make the worst patients. So, I think a lot of doctors, like you said, feel that they are very strong, they are mentally very strong, they are emotionally very strong, so they don't like to show any weakness or ask for help. But it is actually not a smart strategy because there is no shame in asking for help when you need it and it's the smart thing to do. So no matter what all of us can agree that usually medical students are smart people and the smart thing to do when you need help is to ask for it. But still because of the stigma a lot of people don't ask for it. So just the other day in the hospital I had a student who came was preparing for NEET PG who was having severe anxiety and having panic attacks and her brother was a doctor who kept asking her to come to the psychiatrist but she still refused because her reason was that no, I am going to fight it on my own and that is admirable but you don't have to fight it on your own when there is an easier and a smarter way to do things right? So I did We have to be smart now because it is such a competitive world. There is so much stress, there is so much pressure and which each generation, the students are only having harder and harder things to deal with. The exams, then all the other stresses in life, their personal relationships and even the exam patterns keep changing or something keeps happening in the exam hall which they can't control. So for all this, they need some peace of mind. And if you need to consult one of your fellow doctors to get this peace of mind, I think you should, that's just the smart thing to do.
0: Also we should not self-medicate ourselves. Uh, The students preparing for exams do not have that much of clinical knowledge and experience as compared to the psychiatrist. So it's better to consult a psychiatrist before starting any medication. One more thing ma'am, how much contribution our surroundings or the people around us can make in reducing the anxieties related to the exams?
1: So I think when it comes to any relationships, having good quality relationships plays a big role in reducing your anxiety. So you don't need 10 or 20 friends or family members, you just need that one or two trusted people to whom you can share your burden and who can reassure you. Because it's always useful to tell someone how you're feeling because they will look at it from a very different point of view, right? So what might feel like a life or death situation to us or what might feel like a very big thing to us might not feel that way to our friends or family members. So they might be able to calm you down to reassure you. And definitely, I think having that break where you're not completely focused on yourself and your exams, but then you go out, you meet these people, you relax for a little, then you feel recharged, right? So then you can come back and actually study better. So even for people who are living in residency, I would say try to make one or two quality friendships. I mean, be genuine in your friendship so that you attract such genuine friends. So a lot of people say, uh, they ask me, how can I make friends who are genuine? So you can only make genuine friends by being genuine yourself. If you are a good friend, there are higher chances that you will attract good friends. So it's always good to have those quality relationships to help you relax and to give you perspective so that you don't panic.
0: Yeah, absolutely, ma'am. Having better friendships does help in maintaining your mental health. One more thing, uh, you have been to UK for approximately 2-3 to years and uh, in the western world we see a lot of cultural differences. In terms of mental health, what's the scenario there compared to India, how is it like?
1: So in my experience, I think there, there is a better work-life balance. In the sense that there are students who are studying and who are preparing, but it is not their entire life. So if you look at the way we prepare for our entrances, competition is so high that we spend months, sometimes years, and we have no other goal in life. We don't focus on fitness, on our relationships, on our friends, nothing. It's just about exam preparation from morning to evening. So that sort of culture is not there in those countries, in in UK at least where I've seen. So people study, but then it's a part of their life. And if they don't pass an exam, they feel bad, but they don't actually take it as a reflection of who they are. So for us, I feel that in India, from a very young age, we feel that if he studies, this is a good person. If they don't study, this is a bad person Our the entire life and success rests on one exam. And that is how our scenario is also. For example, if you make a mistake in NEET PG, you have to wait for a very long time to take it again. So there the systems are better in the sense they have exams every six months and so they don't waste that much time. And secondly, they think that the exam is a part of their life and if they achieve it, they're happy. But if they don't achieve it, they don't start thinking that their life is over or they're losers. So I think that sort of attitude is healthy and we should adopt it.
0: Certainly, uh, there is much awareness towards the mental health in Western countries. Talking about the work culture, uh, Indian medical residents have to suffer many health issues due to overworking, particularly in the first year when the workload is uh, way too much, especially for the branches like uh, surgery, medicine, OBGYN, anesthesia, etc. So uh, for them, they develop this work performance anxieties. So, how do you see this? What changes we need to make this scenario better?
1: I think that is very important. I think somewhere we have forgotten that doctors are humans and they have their own physical limitations, right? So, when it comes to focusing or concentrating, let us say, all, a lot of studies show that you can only focus for 22 minutes. But then when we do a surgery, we are supposed to focus for hours on end. Similarly, when we do duties, we are supposed to work without sleeping. So in the UK, they have made a lot of provision for this. So let us say you have night duty for 12 hours. Then they give you the rest of the time off till the next duty. So you have a lot of rest in between the working hours. And you're only allowed to work a maximum of 40 hours a week. So I think not just in UK, there are many countries in Europe who follow this. That makes sure that the doctor is alert and focused and makes less mistakes. When you have 36 hours duties and you're very tired, obviously you're going to make more mistakes. It's just going to happen. It's just human. And when you make mistake, I see a lot of residents feeling very guilty about it. And they start to think that it is a personal failure. It's their fault. But a lot of the times, they are so tired, they are so overworked, that their brain is not even functioning properly. Right? So Mm. what can we do about it? Yes, I think on an institutional level, somebody has to realize that this is not a good way to go and change it. But what can you do on a personal level is to just increase your mental and physical endurance. So physically, you can become stronger by working out, by eating a good diet, by making sure that you can Mm. sleep. Lot of people Mm. sacrifice sleep because they want to catch up on the entertainment that they have missed out.
0: Mm.
1: This is Mm. understandable, but in the long run, it is better that you sleep so that your body recovers. Second Mm. thing, when you make mistakes, rather than blame yourself for it, understand that you are in a very difficult situation. So just go a little easy on yourself so what I mean to say is learn from your mistake if you have made a mistake learn from it so that you don't repeat it but don't go on beating yourself up and telling yourself that you are a hopeless person or you are a worthless doctor and it should have never happened so it's important that you actually understand that you are in a difficult situation and go easy on yourself hmm And then again, you can always do all of these tips like the relaxation exercises, or go for therapy, or take help if you need it.
0: Yeah ma'am, that is there. We certainly require a lot of changes in order to reduce the burden. Mm -hmm. We get to see many uh, medical suicides, especially from the prestigious uh, institutions. So, uh, we do need a healthy work culture in residency. Any message you want to give to our listeners, especially the uh, people preparing for competitive exams or the medical residents?
1: So the only message I want to say is that you should be self-aware of what you're going through. And if you think that you need help, you should do the smart thing and ask for the help. Whether it is from your friends, family members, or from your fellow doctors, the smart thing to do is to be aware of what is happening to you and take help for it. And Dr. I also wanted to say that you are right, it all starts with a thought of changing at least. So I'm glad that you have started this helpline where medical professionals can come together and help each other out. So I think it's initiatives like this which will eventually bring about those changes.
0: Yeah, um, thank you so much for your encouraging words. I hope this podcast will be helpful for those in need, especially for the people who are preparing for exams or if they are in medical residency. That's it for today. Uh, thank, Thanks a lot for taking your time out and sharing your knowledge and perception towards this important issue. Thank you for coming to the show.
1: It was my pleasure.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: All
0: thank right. You. Bye. Bye.